and welcome to the podcast. People who know me have referred to me occasionally as Ross. <laughs> See, I'm keeping it going somehow. Uh, it's it's still there. It's still a thing. Uh, and I am uh, I'm Phil, and this is Ross and Phil Talk Movies. We're back after a short hiatus. Uh, which some might call a summer break. Some might just call us just being a bit lazy and not being able to just get the recording slots together. But pretty, much, pretty much it, yeah. Pretty much it. But anyway, we're back and there's loads to talk about today. We are going to dive deep into some films we've been watching of late. I want to talk to Ross about the Suicide Squad because we've not even discussed it yet. Um, no. And we're going to talk about some directors. Uh, and I've compiled a list of some, some, some of Hollywood's best and most known directors, and we're going to pick our favourite and least favourite at each of their films. Now, as Ross pointed out to me before we started recording, there are some notable exceptions in the directors we have picked, and that was semi-deliberate, because if this segment doesn't suck, we might do it again at some point. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no point in doing Tony Scott, because you know I'm going to pick Top Gun and Domino. It's well, just... well, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, Domino, you would not be wrong, would you? Like, no, I mean, it's, it's like... <laughs> Yeah, you really wouldn't. So, my friend, how are you? Happy, happy birthday for last <coughs> week oh, when um, we worked you. together. Did you have fun? It was uh, really lovely, actually. Um, some lovely presents. I was spoiled brought by Jenny, which was delightful. Uh, and uh, <clears throat> we did a little meetup, which was interesting in terms of, oh, some people came along, <laughs> which is nice, you know. Um, and, you know, some people can't make it as usual. But but it was interesting because we were at the, uh, the Curzon Soho the lovely cinema nice. uh, in Shaftesbury Avenue. Uh, downstairs, they have a lovely bar area. Yeah, we um, we sort of dominated it for a bit. So that was that was really cool and everyone was really helpful. So it was really nice to be sort of in, in central, if I can call it that, uh, with some friends to kind of go, oh, hello, you're still alive. <laughs> so <laughs> it, was, well, it was really cool. You say that, right? I realised the other day that I've still yet to meet Jenny. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> um so so like i was just like oh my god that's just so, so bad so um i'm in london a lot more recent uh, over the next couple of months so um i will absolutely uh try to arrange to it but anyway that's, that's not our social life for well, yeah still, thank you for <laughs> soon. you hang on your one's coming up yes no next uh <laughs> as we as we release this it will be in a couple of days um and uh i have free guy to watch as my birthday movie and by all accounts it Excellent. sounds like it doesn't suck i've got to say I was very good. We'll get to some of the films we've seen recently. I saw a trailer for Free Guy uh, on Wednesday that made me absolutely not want to watch it, except I do want to watch it. I do want to watch it. The you and trailer, trailers, you... I mean, how many times, well, I how I many times have we had this conversation? I don't have a choice because we were in the cinema. No, no, but like... the, trailer I'd seen, the trailer I'd seen, well, no, there's a reason for it. It's not to do with the trailer. So have you seen... Is there, in the last week or two, have you seen a trailer for Free Guy? Because uh, as far as I know, it's only come out. Pro so I, I went to the cinema out. last Friday, <laughs> um, so probably okay. I did see it then, yeah. Right. Did you see a trailer that it gives away that there are, I don't really need to do a spoiler, there is a very, very, very hench character in it who appears. Have you seen that? Uh. Like super hench, and everyone's going on about how hench he is. The point is, the actor playing the hench guy, it's all going to become apparent when you see the film anyway. The trailer stops, and then the actor talks about what it took to be in shape for this character. Oh, no, I haven't but seen it is, that. But it, but it is obviously the actor's head on top of a super hench guy's body and stuff. Oh. And 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 it 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 sucked 
so I can't believe how teenager is. But it's it sucked so hard. It went on for about a minute, and it was and he talked about how he can't get into a certain costume of a, of a certain superhero character anymore. And they showed that, and you kind of go, "Are you? Could, what do you do? Like it's like a terrible." That's a really show bad idea. Feature. It's a really it. And the thing is, though, here's the thing. There will be millions of, and I'm just going to be polite and call them morons. With, oh, he's that from that film. Ah, you, you don't need it. You, you don't need it. I'm not joking. Myself, Jenny, and our friend Cheryl were sitting there going, "This is this sucks. This I, sucks. This is really bad. This is really bad. What have they do?" The I have to say, the is fine. It's, yeah, the normal trailer is good, fine. man. I'm, I have to say, I'm not enjoying back, being back at the cinema in terms of trailers and adverts and shit. It's like, like mm. in the old days, you used yeah. to get the adverts, then you get the trailers and you get the film. And now you get the adverts, yeah. you get the trailers, you get 18 adverts for Cineworld saying we're back yeah. and yeah. get a membership yeah. and eat food. It's like, yes. okay, we don't need that and shit. That, and that, that advert for families that cost about... Twelve pounds to make as well. What's yep. that? That is and then, embarrassing. And then you get the uh, the Pepsi Max advert. Yes. Oh, that. But we we have got. I'm not joking. A mutual loathing of the the, the I guess we we'll call them actors in that in that I, video. I almost I refuse to drink Pepsi Max be. because of that advert. I, well, I can't stand. I can't stand Pepsi anyway. But I just it is a an advert. But I it's very hard <laughs> to explain why it, it genuinely. It's loathsome and it's very hard to people. It's just an advert. However, you, know, you just go when someone else says it to me, I, I go, "Thank God!" It's not just me going. No, no, you no, know. you are right. However, Phil's not back yet, so that and that's. I'm, a but I was gonna, I was gonna say that's for one plus. Oh, and the thing that they've stopped doing, I don't think we've touched this on the podcast. It is podcast relevant. They were doing an advert for a while when everything got back up again about why it's so good to be in the cinema, and it had loads of famous people. Oh in no, it. no, they're still doing that. Yeah, I get that well, every not, time. Not up here. Not, not up here. Because first of all, it went on for like three minutes. <clears throat> and secondly, they were doing clips from films from like six years ago. And thirdly, they were doing and we I'm were already like, in the what? cinema. You we're don't need to cinema. tell me that Put cinema is cool because yeah, I'm we, in the we, fucking we, cinema. We sat here. I'm mate. I'm with you. We are. And it was like, it was like, they might no, have had clips from like hot, hot fuzz or something. Like, I, know, I still got that. Like, so old? I still got oh, that we a couple of weeks ago when I went. Fuck me. We don't have that. Yeah, anyway. thank God they stopped that intermission advert as well. That was uh, really important. They stopped that. They stopped that shit. Um, anyway, look, let's talk about some films. So look, I, we'll talk mm -hmm. about what we've seen most recently, but mm -hmm. I want to talk about Suicide Squad because I know that we've yes. both seen that. Well, most let, me, recently. let me let me spin through. Well, so, I mean, you could how would you want to do this? I've seen a bunch of recent films. I don't need to talk about any of them very quickly. I wouldn't mind just listening to them to just kind of go. And okay. if you think but, of one but you want to talk equally, about, we can talk yeah. about, we can do the next podcast. We can do, we can catch up on all the films we've seen recently and have a bit more detail on them. Uh, it's up to you. But, um, okay. It's, it's up to you. I've just, I've seen a Let, whole Let's do, let's do Suicide Squad. Squad. And then let's do, yeah. let's do Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Then let's do and our the, most the recent. Old okay, um, okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. And then, and then we can, then we can go into a bit more, because I, I really want to talk to you about old um, and I yeah. fear it could oh, take up a whole uh, podcast. <laughs> now, I haven't seen that yet. My, uh, our guest who's staying with us saw it and just said, it is absolutely terrible. Uh, Which I'm does not, not surprise me because it looks absolutely, it looks absolutely, the oh, no, trailer it did. Is, ter is terrible, like terrible. I was surprised. The poster I'm, is terrible. There is, there is genuinely, if there was a second draft of that script, ah. Uh. I would have been fucking up because I am not joking. When we were writing dialogue back at Basvik for characters, yeah. uh -huh. we were writing better dialogue than 
M. Night Shyamalan is doing now. Can I ask you this line, Peter? I'm really curious because it feels like it should be betrayed. I feel like I've heard the line, but I haven't. I've made up my head. Does anyone kind of go, this speech we're on, it's making us old. Like, it, just, <laughs> it sounds like it's that. It I, just sounds like it's that the I, whole time. I don't think they say it directly that, but I think they say right, almost right. everything. But I, I mean, I'm Every not joking. Person, yeah. if, if you have like an unlimited pass, it's worth right, going yeah. to see just, yeah. just... I mean, I was in an audience where people were laughing at the film. I'm not surprised. But the title, the title alone is terrible. Old. Like, but, what, like is that supposed to be a threat? Like, it's getting some you good know, reviews. Do you remember The, ha- remember the Happening? Mate, like, it just sounds so I remember The Happening. I'll tell you why I remember yeah. The Happening. We're it's laughing the first... so hard at that. Zoe told me off for laughing. And she leant over yeah. to me and went, someone might be enjoying this. And I'm, and I'm like... Well, they're an idiot no. then. They're an idiot. <laughs> no they're one's idiot. enjoying that. That shot where you're supposed to take it seriously, where all those people are flying down through the air, is one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Knowing that most people are dying, knowing most characters are dying, <laughs> is one of the funniest things ever. And then they've got to try and outrun the wind, which you just... <laughs> what are you talking about? That, does, that, isn't how, that isn't how the wind works. The wind is there. It doesn't... It doesn't, it doesn't it's not like a runner. It's not like a person that's running it. You, it it's just... And then there's that amazing scene where, where Mark Wahlberg tries to negotiate with a plant and it turns out to be a rubber plant. And it's not a comedy. <laughs> it's not comedy. That was, the, I, I mean, I, actually, let's say it, let's face it, I love the happening because it's just. I know, I love it. Talk about, I think talk about like Empress New Clothes, Empress New Clothes level of like, he's a genius. He's, I, I remember around the time it came out, there was some article, I had a total film or empire that talks about how enigmatic night it, like, 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 it was like an interview with him. And, and it was things like, I asked, you know, uh, th- I said this tonight, you know, blah, blah. And he replied enigmatically. Oh, shut up. Oh, by the way, like, he's shut in up. old. Oh, amazing. Does he, get, old? pretty, Does he get older? Pre- no. So he, he's something else, but it, he's in it in a if pretty In the water, way. if I remember this correctly, in the Lady in the Water, he wrote himself as the character who is the best writer in the world. Yes. It's yeah. like, like the kids at school you don't want to play with. Like, I'm, I'm the best writer. I can I can fight. And I'm, I'm my dad's in the army. And I'm, I'm going to be a police. Like, shut up. Shut yeah. up. So I, I would urge you, if you have a spare hour and a half, go and see Old. Mm. Just because it is an experience. Um, and like, everyone's like, oh, the makeup's really good. And I'm just like, Doesn't uh, matter. makeup's it's supposed fucking to... appalling. And if it, but, but hang on. It, if it is, it's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, it's like, so like, true. Like, that's not a compliment. That's not a compliment, except for, okay, we did that right. That, this that's is not a compliment. This film has Ben Wheatley levels of delusion in the in some critics, where critics... Uh, I'll take like, that slightly personally. I quite like it. Aside from a couple. Like, in, in the earth, like, <laughs> level of delusion, where people are like... Oh, I do need to see it. I, I just, will say, I still... I, yeah. It's I just one of it. the most affecting... And no, it's yeah. a bunch of people walking around the woods, but at least with Blair Witch, they had a camera and they had an interesting thing. This is literally just people walking mm. around the woods until the guy that goes mad in all of Ben Wheatley's films goes mad. And you're just kind of like, well, right. yeah, he does that in every one of Ben Wheatley's films. And um, no. anyway, so no. literally gonna, not what we I'm were gonna talking say, about. I'll, I will try and watch that something. Um, so <clears throat> the Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. I've not talked yes. to you about this, right? So we've not even, I've not no. even exchanged a text with you on this. So I've got no idea where this is going to go. Um, okay. I'm going to, uh, right. I'm going to go three, two, one. And you've got to <laughs> sum, sum up the film in one word, right? One word. Okay. So get okay. your words. Because mm-hmm. this is going to tell us how we're going to go. 
So three, two, one, mm-hmm. go. Right? Three. Um, I just did it. Damn I it. You said three, two, one, go. I just I was, did it. I was, I was doing that like, we're going to go through. Anyway, fun. Brilliant. Love it. I loved on, it. On, I one, it was on one or after one, go. Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> there's, a deep, there's a deep cut for anyone. There's a very deep cut. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's great, isn't it? It's such good fun. It is. And there's a caveat. It go is on. really good. And I, and I want to see it again, happily, like in a good way. I want to see it again. I do think that it's kind of messy. I, I just, 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 I don't, this is, I know how much that isn't even really a criticism exactly, <laughs> but it, it is mess. It is messy, <clears throat> particularly in the beginning, but I, but I really enjoyed it. Like I wasn't bored for a second. I didn't need to go to the toilets, which is very rare for films these days. Um, and I, you know, I fully enjoyed it. There are specific sequences that I thought were amazing. And then I do think there are bits that are a bit, it, it feels a bit patched together. And I have to wonder, it's just purely speculative, a little bit like we've talked about some other films, where like, was, is there, they say that he was unmolested, like, like, like James Gunn just got to make his movie, which I'm really happy about. I do wonder if there's a version that's slightly longer and slightly less messy in places. Like, like, because I mean, something felt just a bit, a bit rushed to me. And I, I don't, don't think that, there is. I'm, I... I'm only saying, I'm only saying that as a, there's just this feeling of that. Yeah. I, it doesn't make me go, I don't like the film. I really enjoyed it. I, I, it's definitely in my top five of the year, and I'm, I'm kind of varying where I'm going to where I'm putting it at the moment. I would, I would absolutely say top ten just for pure enjoyment. It's just top it, ten, like and unpredictability just, as well. Just the opening twenty minutes, how they subvert where the, where you think the film's going to go, and yes. basically, yes. even though they say that there's no malice towards. Um, David Ayer's uh, Suicide Squad. Right. It does stick a massive finger up to that film right at the beginning, whilst whilst brilliantly sticking up a massive finger to all of James Gunn's I fans think, right at the beginning as well, which I think is funny. Uh, the only thing I will say is, I'm not sure it sticks a finger This is just, again, just personal opinion. A polite fi- a what, 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 what finger. Is, well, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not even talking about the attitude. I'm talking about, it is... Well, okay, so one thing is, so, so I think it was Chris Regan who said to me that the problem with the first Suicide Squad, aside from it being it's not good and all that stuff, but one of the main problems with it is the inciting incident for Suicide Squad happens in a completely different movie. Like you, like you, the whole Man of Steel, you know what I mean? All of that yeah. stuff. That happens in, in a completely different movie. They, they barely touch, they just about touch it at the beginning, right? This movie, what's interesting about, so in some ways, this Suicide Squad film is it literally doesn't tell you anything. Like, like, like it just throws yeah. you in the middle, which I quite liked. If you haven't seen the first one at all, you will. I think you will be a bit lost in terms of who the fuck is everybody. I'm not talking yeah. about the new people. I'm talking about Walla and all like just the setup. It's it's interesting to me what this film does so right. Well, so many things that it does right. First of all, it does that. I think it was the one thing I bemoaned most about, aside from bad editing and all that stuff, and Cara Delevingne's shaky dancey thing, <laughs> and all of that shit. My main problem with the first Suicide Squad film was they never go on a mission. No. Like, like story-wise, if nothing, they never actually go on a fucking mission. They barely get assembled. And it says that like, one of them is the problem. You just go, hey, mm. like, have that happen later in the movie, mate. You know what I mean? Like, have one of them go rogue, like, t- turn bad or whatever. All that shit. So, what I love about this, this, this film, is the fact that it is a proper mission with all sorts of, and like you say, it goes off in different directions you don't expect, and all of that. It's fucking. It was so well done in I, respect, right? I really love the fact. It. But you this... wouldn't know much about it if you hadn't seen the first one. No. I think it would be a bit difficult. A bit I love the fact that 
This is the very definition of what happens when you give an ex-trauma director a shitload of money, a total creative freedom, and yes. a, a basically a playbook of any DC character they want to use. Because yes, I love this that. is so, love that. at times, this is so trauma. It's so yeah. kind with, with of... Gore, we, we were all we were all just, what's the word, impressed and surprised yeah. by the gore. And, and, in a good way, in a, in a great way. And the dark humour in it. I mean, there's a bit with King mm. Shark, which absolutely... The, by mm. the way, King Shark, Stallone. Perfect. Genius. That was perfect casting. We were all, Genius. again, very impressed by it. It worked. The way the King Shark moved, the way he saw, sort of, like, shambles yeah. around and stuff, or, like, amb ambles around like a kid. And it was brilliant. Weirdly, brilliant. I think, not the weakest, and I think that's unfair, but I got the feeling that Gunn didn't quite know how to use Harley Quinn in this. I I can kind of see that, although I She's think that changes. That, that changes Halfway through, at yeah. the point, Well, at the point where she escapes. That escape yes. sequence was on the, probably the highlight of the movie, probably, yeah. probably, if we have to pick one. And pure, and, and to the point, pure James Gunn, choreography, right? The visuals on that with the flowers, that was incredible. The choreo was amazing. The bit, the moment that made me go, is when she's being tortured and the guy leaves the room and she looks up at the guy in front of her. Yeah. That was like, that was just, just that moment before even anything kicks off. That was incredible. The bit when they're trying to plan the way they're going to rescue her and she's, well, without that, spoiling it. It's in the trailer. That moment, that bit that, is literally yeah, in the that trailer. bit, what are you guys doing? And then the idea... I'll go, I can go back up again. <laughs> All that stuff was so funny and so, like... It would have been even funnier well if it executed. wasn't in the trailer. Right, no, I, well, there's a few things that should have been in the trailer, to be honest. So, so there's, that. there's an amazing deep cut, uh, and there's only going to be about, I don't know, 0.1% of the audience <clears throat> watching the film that's going to get this reference. But Idris Elba plays a character called Bloodsport, right? Yeah. As in the Jean-Claude Van Damme film. And there's a point where, where Bloodsport specifically references the dim muck, the death touch. Yes. Which is one of the, and that, that's like a 0.1% if that. If that, yeah. And I was like, I was like, I was like, holy shit. I like James like, Gunn's referencing. We know, we know how, right, right. Van Damme film. James Gunn, correct. But like, like, not just a Van Damme film, but the character's name is the Van Damme film. And all. It's like, yeah. that's just, that's just, it's such a tiny thing and it doesn't matter, but you just go, there's so much detail in this. That's why I want to see it again it's, for it's, various reasons. It's such it's very, very good. And even like the ending is like mm. I, 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 Well, the did, did you see did you see the after credits scene? Yes, yes. And Cena is okay, brilliant that, in it. Yeah. Again. Cena is one of the best one of the best things. So sure. two films this year, Cena's been two of the better things yeah. in it. And one yeah. was because the rest of the film is utter garbage. But the other because he is actually I did watch that. So here's so here's the other thing. I did actually watch F9 again because I really wanted to give it. Um, like I say, we we all know I slept through about forty minutes. <laughs> I slept through more of it than I thought, by the way, because I, I was going. <laughs> Which is quite impressive because it's quite loud. It's so loud. Well, I think that's the other thing. If I'm in a movie and things are continuously loud and hammering at me, it kind of knocks me out. <laughs> it really does. I think after a while, my brain, I'm not joking. I think after a while, my, I kind of go. I Your brain I just switches off. I love I shut, that. I shut down. I think I do. I, I'm not. I, I'm barely kidding. So, so Garden, what, what was your second take on Fast Nine? It's it's it's, it's not very good. It's, it's, <laughs> That's the other. I mean, like, I mean, like, 
no but i mean no but i mean like it's not te- there is so much going on and there's so much happen like as in there's so much work that went into it and there are so many pockets like if you take any one sequence or any one pocket of scenes it's perfectly enjoyable. Mirren's bit was fucking amazing. Mirren's bit is Mirren's from bit, another film. Mirren's bit, which is just her and Vin Diesel talking while she's driving, was superb. Like, 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 hands down, her class, her class, and the way, by the way, that Vin Diesel responds to her is fantastic because she hasn't connected with her in any other films. He's... That that scene, I wanted them to fuck. There was something. <laughs> I'm with you. There on was that. something. There was. There was for real sexual chemistry between Helen Mirren and Vin Diesel, which oh, I... makes no sense at all. But I love, but I loved it. Let's be and honest: the sexual there chemistry so between anyone don't... and Helen, Helen Mirren. Helen, I, I, I agree. I feel, I feel like I've started to appreciate her a lot more as I've as I've aged into my current state. Yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm, but, I'm but, all on the Helen the Mirren enjoyment, train. But she is exude, she exudes pure enjoyment in that role. Yeah. And that, and that is fascinating to me, like given everything. But, but it isn't very good though. That's the, the short version it's, of it. It's and not. but but any but if you take any 10 minutes, it's very enjoyable. This is this is it's kind of I feel like this is the first one that really is starting to fall on like like break apart under its parts, I, if that makes sense. Like it's I not, would argue that it's not support- eight for me. That's that's probably true, but I think eight. Hey, I, I kind of held on to it because of things like the amazing prison escape, the shootout on the aeroplane at the end is amazing. Yeah. Like, Staying on the aeroplane. Oh, by the way, did you that, that keeps it full on? You know? Oh, hold on. No, I was about to talk to you about Infinite. Fuck, I'm so okay. getting confused with my pointless action films. I'm um, planning to watch <clears> that again properly this week because I'm, I'm sick of watching. Please films. watch the we'll end. Get to this when we talk. Please watch the yeah, end. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm kind of sick of watching films where I watch the first 15 minutes and turn it off. I'm getting really. I, tired I'm sick of you watching films and watching the first. It's weary, but it's actually, but it's actually, but it's wearying. Yeah, I've started to realize it's almost like burn. It's almost like burnout. So yeah, I'm with you a little bit on that as well. So um, just finishing up on Suicide Squad. um, Sorry, yes, absolutely, really, really good, really true. And can I just say the Rick Flag without getting into it? The Rick Flag Peacemaker fight was superb. Yes, it was super bad, but the emotion it was emotionally it was emotionally resonant as well. And And the girl, goddamn, the actress playing Ratcatcher too. She's great. Who's she? Um, She's fantastic. I also think that there was a moment I've been waiting to see in film for a very long time with uh, Jai Courtney, and it made me unbelievably happy. I, I was, I was. That was one of the bigger surprises. <laughs> not because, not because of anything I think about him, but that is a mainstay character. Yes, and without and, 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 and I was I, amazed at what happened. I, I couldn't be any happier. Uh, the bad news is it's not yeah. doing very well um, in terms of doesn't surprise me. Stuff. Um, it doesn't surprise which, me, unfortunately. Fucking like, it, like if it doesn't make more money than David Ayer's Suicide Squad, literally, I know. everyone <laughs> needs to just fuck the fuck off. Anyway, I'm look, with you. Um, conscious of time, so let's crack on. Yes. Uh, last film we saw, new and old. Yeah, um, gotcha. Although I'll just go so really just, quickly. Okay, yeah, I've yep. only got, I've got two, and it's like they're, they're really quick. I watched a documentary last night called Summer of Soul. Oh, it's supposed to be amazing. I've heard about that. It it's supposed to be amazing. Absolutely fan fucking tastic. Um, yeah, I've it's heard off, about. It. I really want to see it. It's available for free on Disney Plus in the UK, which is even better. Um, oh, I didn't know. I didn't know that. I didn't yeah. Oh, also, oh, Disney Plus has just dropped Aliens, among other films. Yes. Not yes. sure if the director's cut yet. I need to check the runtime. Um, either I just honestly, even though we all say the direct, we 
just if you haven't seen Aliens, watch Aliens. It's yeah. about which um, so Sum of Soul, fantastic, brilliant, awe-inspiring documentary. Will be my top five of the year without a shadow of a wow. doubt. Um, and then on the other hand, older film I've seen, uh, we're, we're still going through the bonds. Um, mm-hmm. And we've got two, a film, I'll be honest, for the first 20 minutes, I was like, have I actually seen this? And then I realised that right. I had. But uh, for your eyes only, um, Roger Moore, which... Oh, I love that film. ...is so underrated. It. Yeah, I love it. It's really it's, serious. I think people forget Moonraker, how serious it is. How the fuck yeah. do you go from Moonraker to For Your Eyes I, Only? It's like... It's like a reset. It's like a reset in tone. Um, it's still got... It's still fun, but it's... Yeah, oh, it's got some of the best action. Like, <clears throat> it's got skiing, underwater. It's got... Um, yeah. Driving, like Remy Julien's driving stuff is fantastic. Yes, I, I yes, still, the Julien stunting. Yeah. I still question whether they should have used a Citroen C5 and whether they whether it's cool that Bond has to get people to turn the car over when it flips. I think that yeah. maybe lacks a little bit for me. Um, but as a <coughs> film, like creepy bad guy Bond yeah. for the first time top ever hole. turning down top someone trying is... to shag him, which was yep. amazing. Yeah, top hole. Top, top hole, hole. Is fantastic. The year after it has Flash got that Gordon. Like, yeah. Well, when, when you when you say turning does on, put your clothes on and I'll buy you an ice cream. <laughs> it's such a weird, <laughs> it's such a creepy line. Yeah, I know. It's like I love it. I love it, mate. No, it's a great film. It's great. I was genuinely pleasantly surprised by that. And in fact, I'm going to be honest and say, considering Roger Moore has always been my least favourite of the Bonds that have made more than one film, mm-hmm. I. I'm starting, starting to think that I have massively underrated Roger Moore's Bond and the film. I think, I think in. it depends on. It does depend on. Like Spy Love Me is fantastic. For Your Eyes Only is fantastic. There's at Live least two that are fantastic. Live and Let Die is what. Well, yeah, you're absolutely right. Although it's a very different kind of movie. Moonraker is fantastic, but for different reasons. They're all. They're all. All okay. All of Roger Moore's Bond films are in. Jo- I don't like Octopus, you know. I don't like Octopus, but for but. For the most part, every one of Roger Moore's Bond films are entertaining for different reasons. View to a Kill is arguably the most entertaining one, but it's also the one where you go, what with this, this I, stop? I genuinely... <laughs> like, this is a stop, but it is super enjoyable. I'm genuinely so excited by that film. Oh, yeah, like, you've got it soon, haven't you? Like, literally, but I've got Octopussy. I find very... Yeah, I find Octopussy very I've got Octopussy, and then I've got um, A View to a Kill. And A View to a Kill was one of the Bond films that I watched more than any other when I was younger. Um, Jenny and I both watched it again when we did everything. We both loved it. It's just nonsense. Like it is nonsense. And when you think about he's not. No, he's not. He is the same age as Tom Cruise was. It was in Mission Impossible Six. That's the most. No way. He is exactly the same age. Oh, that's blown my mind. It does blow your mind when you go. That doesn't. He's like a doddery old. Fe- with with all the respect in the world for Roger Moore, he's so do- him and Patrick McMee together. They should have done more films. I know they did some other stuff, but they should have done loads of films together because him and Patrick McMee together in *Beautiful Kill* are fucking amazing. Like amazing, wonderful, that is like delightful. Um, there's a bit where they're breaking into the la- like the horse lab or something. They're, they're both yes. wearing like kind of like black bomber jackets. Like like they're dressed like they're 35 years old or something. I, <laughs> I, I can't, so, I, you've got. I'm so, stupid. I, I'm genuinely so excited. So yeah, excited. Yeah, it is fucking great. It's fucking great. And it really is a film. <clears throat> but I think, understandably, people go, Ugh, but actually it's fucking great. It's, but like it's Moonraker's great. the same, right? People hate Moonraker. 
I love the fact. I don't get that, that. I love. I love Moonraker. It's it, just nonsense. That's all. Batshit mental. <laughs> it starts yeah, it off is. really grounded, and it has. I would it say it does. Like some aerial stuff, some some parachuting stuff. Yes. on par with like the stuff you see in Point Break, considering the, the I, decade I, difference. I agree, and also dare I say, even just that fight with the Japanese guy, the fight with the Japanese yeah. assassin. That's a good fight. That's an actual good fight. And like, it, fight. but it goes from that to. to Cable car madness to to literally ending up in space. It is Fast and And Furious 9. Yes, it is. Richard Keel. Richard Keel. Here's to us. Here's to us. Um, If you put like Moonraker and Fast 9 next to each other, I will bet you in the same way that Top Gun and Coyote Ugly are the same movie. Genuinely. I, I bet you. You're not far away. I think you're not far away. I like the Fast Nine and Moonraker are the. So I'm expecting Fast Ten to be the equivalent of For Your Eyes Only. Time travel. It's got to be time. No, no, it's got to be For Your Eyes Only now. Oh, by the way, I bet it's a future kill. Have you seen um? that the Rocker said he will not be in any more Fast movies? Oh, thank God. Like I'm getting. I am genuinely getting. I'm getting rock fatigue, to be honest. I oh, can't not. bear the idea of jungle. I can't bear the idea of jungle. Cruise. Jungle, jungle Cruise, Cruise is two and a half hours. Is it no. brilliant? No, it's not two and a half hours. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it's genuinely it's, really it's good. Two, it is two and a half. I thought it's two and a half hours. No, it's not two and a half. Or two hours and twenty. Two hours and twenty-four or something. It's not. No, that. no it's literally not. Interesting. Um, okay, fair enough. I thought oh, someone told me it was. No, it's like um. Uh, Oh, seven and a half hours. It's twelve hours, two hours, seven minutes. Really, fucking hell. So that's quite long. That is quite. But long. it's really good, For a and he's really good. Okay, and surprisingly, I have good director, rock really, really good. Director. I mean, genuinely, that's not a thing. I can get um, It's quite easy I to get rock literally fatigue. Literally, could not. And um, Jack Whitehall, who is the third yes. lead in that film. Yes, I've heard he's very good in it. Thank God they didn't tell me that before I went to see it because I literally yeah. went on. Yeah, um, I've heard he's very good in it. He's awesome. It is a really good, yeah. fun film. It's like the first Pirates I'm not of the Caribbean wa- movie. I'm not against watching it. I'm not against watching it. I'm just a bit like, I can't keep watching these <clears> big ass. I just can't keep doing it. I need to break it up with something. Anyway, go on then. Uh, your oldest and newest films that you've watched. <clears throat> now, we've already talked about the map of Tiny Perfect Things, haven't we? We have, yes. Good, Okay. So I'm just going to spin through all the new stuff. Literally quickly, not what this segment you, is. <laughs> like, just said. pick the older than no, no, just pick the older new one. Then we're going to have like there's a so many. There's been, there's been so many. Oh, that's fine. Right, we we'll have a proper chat next time. As long as we, as long as we do, as long as we do. Yeah, okay. yeah, we will. We will. So, I promise. I promise you. So will. my new, you. my new old film. There's actually been a bunch, but I'll pick one. But Jenny picked uh, last uh, two nights ago. You know, it's a bit, yeah. You have to pick the last one. No, well, <laughs> it's, well, it's just, it, this is a, it's more interesting. It was the one before the last one. <laughs> God. My cousin, my cousin Vinny. My cousin Vinny. Wow. My cousin Vinny is is. I remember liking my cousin Vinny. My cousin Vinny is fucking amazing. Like it's really amazing. I'd forgotten. Everyone talks about Marissa. I I talk about how Marissa Tomei winning an, an Oscar for it is nonsense. And I still stand by that a bit because <laughs> when you think about who she was up against, but but she's really really good in it. Like I mean, like everyone is really really good at it. And what I didn't know, and one of the things that makes the film so good, because it's been a long time, I haven't probably haven't seen it in twenty years, probably right, at least. All of the legal stuff in my cousin Billy, all of it is completely one hundred percent accurate. All of it, all of the court, everything. Not not the the jokey stuff, but the actual procedural stuff is one hundred percent accurate. 
to the point where the American Legal Society, whatever they're called, rate it number three in the best legal films of all time. Of all time, like what? So that's and they use it as examples in like teaching people. How crazy is that? That's genuinely insane. Oh, she was against Vanessa Redgrave, she was up, Miranda she was, Richardson. She was up against heavy hits. She was up against Judy Davis and Joan uh, Plowright. And mm-hmm. somehow she won. I, I don't care because sense. she is the hottest Aunt May ever. She is, and that's fabulous. Uh, and she's and, great. And, and, and she is, we were both saying this, she is fantastic in it. It's just not an Oscar, with no disrespect, it's not an Oscar. Oh, it's not. It doesn't make sense. It's, it's at all. absolutely but she's not. really good at it. She's really good at it. Um, so that's the old one. The new, yeah. mm, how am I going to? Yeah. Okay, well, aside from Suits, I'm just trying to find the, the latest 2021 yeah. film. That's all, two seconds. Okay, so <clears throat> the latest 2021 film. Oh, I did 10 minutes of Out of Death. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> At all, at all. The, the latest, no, no, let's, I mean, let's we'll talk about that about, next time. Talk, I have, um, time. I have the other one. I mean, what's the I, other one? I, what's the other one? The hard um, kill. Midnight in the switch. Oh, midnight grass. in the switch grass. Midnight in the switch grass. Yeah, I wanted to see that almost. I, I'm going to watch that because I've heard he is just appalling. Yeah. Um. So the latest 2021 film I've seen, past Suicide Squad and stuff. Uh, is a film called Assault on VA-33. In some places, it's called Assault on Station 33. And it has an interesting cast. It's got Sean Patrick Flannery. Uh, it's got the son of Nicolas Cage, Weston Cage Coppola. It has Mark Dacascos, and it has Michael Joe White. And, a and it also people. has a zero rating on, on Rotten Tomatoes. It, it, so here's the thing. It's directed by the son of Fred Olin Ray, Christopher Ray. Wow, no Which nepotism in this film, right? <clears throat> well, no, I mean, it's whatever. <clears throat> Nothing wrong with him directing it. <clears throat> but it is... <clears throat> so, the reason, I, the reason I... So, here's the thing. This is, the example, this is an example of a film that I watched all the way through because the last two films I tried to watch on the same day, I got 10 minutes into. And I was like, damn it, I don't care. I'm going to leave it on. I'm just going to watch it. And I ended up obviously doing other things around it. And the problem with the film, aside from it not being very good, is 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 the pro- it's gonna sound like a weird thing to say. The problem is everyone is obviously trying like really hard. Yeah. The actors all try like 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 nobody is phoning it in. They're making some big swings and things. Like like Western Cop- Cage Coppola's, he, he's playing like a, a Russian act, he's playing a Russian. You kind of go okay oh, with like bad eyeshadow, yeah. But like, but like, it's entertaining. It's not even that he's bad. He's not a bad. He's by the way, he's not a bad actor. He's fine. Mm, no, I, in fact, I, in fact, I, none of the performances, none of the performances in it, no, none of the performances in it are bad. They're not. But it's it it, it falls down on so many. Te- I feel bad if you even say it. Like the, there's no there's like no lighting. Like it's like, how do you do a film with no lighting? And the, and it's shot unfortunately really badly. There's some action in it, and there are moments. It's one of the films that would have benefited from. It sounds weird. Cut quite a bit of your action out because it's really loose and doesn't look right. But you've got really good people. Like Mark Dacascos has a fight with Sean Patrick Flannery, and there are bits of it where you go, "That was pretty good." Like that, you, I mean, you know what I'm getting at? You kind of. You're picking out things because you go, everything else just is washing over and it's bad. That moment was pretty good. Like that, if the fight was a minute, they should have probably made it 30 seconds and made it tight. You know what I'm getting at? You'd yeah. have actually gone, 
oh, actually, forget, regardless of all the other, how technically bad it is. I mean, it's bad technically. I'm really bad technically. So, like, it's no, not graded. Really. Like, it's not graded. But it's such a shame because you kind of go, this, in, look, listen, in the 90s, we would have both watched this on straight to video. You know, it's yeah. another diehard clone, <clears throat> like all of the others. And all of them, all of those diehard clones are the minimum of fun. I'm not going to say they're good. In fact, yeah. I watched, funnily enough, the very last old film I did watch was Open Fire with Jeff Wincott, which is Die Hard in a Factory. And it's Jeff Wincott. And it's well, and it's made well for, you know, for it's made the same yeah. level of, you know, Mission of Justice and all of those films. Patrick Kilpatrick is the lead villain. You've got Yuji Okimoto, Leo Lee. You've got all these, uh, Jeff Pruitt doing the stunts. Like, nice. it's an example of a lean mean. Open Fire, I'm definitely worth watching. You can get, you can literally watch it on YouTube for free. Like, totally worth it. 85 minutes, in and out. And, and you just get, when you watch these two films close, if there wasn't any agenda to that, by the way, I just stuck it on, right? I just, yesterday, I just stuck it on. And you just go, this is an example of, you know, the low budget film done right. And the other one has all right. You've got Michael, Michael Joe White doesn't fight in it. Mark Dacascos is was clearly in it for a day. Like he did some scenes separately on a rooftop as a sniper, but he had his fight with Sean Patrick. You start to break off his shit. Oh, he did, he did a Bruce. Yeah. He did a Bruce. Yeah, look, and look, there's nothing wrong with, doing that but when it's obvious you know what you you know there are ways to do this where it's obvious yeah, yeah, yeah. when it's not obvious and cool. that's where the film falls down. like if you want to watch <clears throat> uh, a nonsense diehard clone and you can get through it if it was the first film i'd watched that day i would have just stopped i would have just stopped that's the problem oh, sorry i know I'm, I'm trying to think of a better a funnier way to. I, I, I think i think i think we get it i think we get the fact that yeah. va 33 is shit. Yeah. Anyway, right, cool. Let's move on to our feature of the episode. Not really a feature, mm. just the gimmick, I guess. Um, so we're going to go through some directors, and we're going to keep this pretty. We're going to keep this deliberately pretty, um, uh, pretty rapid fire, right? Unless, mm-hmm. unless there's something that we really fundamentally disagree with, really fundamentally disagree with, right? Like, mm-hmm. so we'll keep it relatively, relatively quick fire. So we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight, nine, ten, oddly eleven. Not quite sure why I settled on that number. Um, directors, and we're going to go through, and we're going to pick our favourite and least favourite. Not their best, no. not their worst. No favourite, least favourite <clears throat> of that we've seen. There are no honourable mentions. There are no, no. anything. It's favourite, so, least favourite. Now, and we can only pick aware, one. Not... Right. So this is what I'm getting to. <clears throat> there are a handful here where I have multiples, and I'm what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you the multiples, and you're going to force me to pick one. Okay. Oh my god. It's not you many, it's a handful. It's a hand- rules, no, because 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 when you hear them, you'll go, oh fuck, how do you decide between these ones? I, I, I have an issue. So with I have done, one of I have them. done pretty well. Okay, I have done pretty well, by the way. You'll you'll be quite proud of me, but overall, I have been pretty individual. Okay. Um, but there are a handful where I'm like, mate, how do you choose between these to how? I, just, there I'm are some there are some there are some tough ones. Right, here we go. So yeah. first director yep. on the on the uh, on the chopping block is a director mm-hmm. that uh, for sure we both have mixed feelings about Ridley mm-hmm. Scott. Your best Ridley Scott film, Ross. My favorite Ridley Scott film is probably Alien. If yeah. I had to pick one, it's Alien. Good. Worst. And, and I, I don't even like him. I don't even like him that much. <laughs> but, um, so my worst, this is my first multiple choice. And if I have to pick the film, so here we go. There's a reason for this multiple choice. One of them is I, I've tried watching it five times. And no, it's quick minutes. fire. Quick It will be, fire. it will be, it will be. Well, okay, so the Ridley Scott film I've watched fully 
that is his worst is Alien Covenant. Because yep. why would ro- why would robots fight like that? The one the one where I couldn't get through it at all is Robin Hood. I do, I can't. You have to be able. You have to watch it. That's the rule. You have that's to watch fair. it all the way. That's, a, that's the only that's the only one where that applies. Though the rest are going to be different. Uh, my best, you. my favorite yeah. Alien. My least favorite yeah. um, is Exodus: Gods and Kings because it is an utter I never saw it. pile yeah, I never of saw it. dog shit. Quentin Tarantino is the next director up. My favourite Quentin Tarantino film yeah. is easy, Jackie Brown. Yeah. My yeah, least favourite Tarantino film is The Hateful Eight. That's interesting. <clears throat> so obviously for me, it's Jackie Brown as favourite. Although I briefly considered Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because it is that good. Yes. Um, it is that good. And the book is fucking amazing. Um, my least favourite, it was tricky, but I've gone with Django Unchained in the end. I think it's the most overrated one. And I, there's, there's a lot to like in it, but it's my least favourite. I was very torn between Django and, and The Hateful Eight. Yeah, I just think yeah, the fact that yeah. Hateful Eight is 19 hours long um, I, and yeah, in one but location. I wash, yeah, I understand that. I get that. I just, I just think you could let it wash over you. You know, I, I think it's a different thing. So next but up, yeah. this one's going to be yeah. interesting. Steven Spielberg. It is difficult. This, this is difficult. <laughs> this is but one got, of... I've, yeah. So... I've deliberately used the word favourite rather than best because Spielberg's yeah. best film is probably Schindler's List. I don't even know if that's actually true. It's probably his most worthy film. No, I is think it's his best, best film? film. I think it's, I think it's, it's, <clears throat> I think it's quintessentially just a, a piece of art. However, I can't watch it. It's no, that's too what hard. I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah. So my favourite Quentin Tarantino, uh, sorry, Stephen Spielberg film is Ladies <laughs> of the Lost. My favourite... Right, okay, good. Well, I'm glad you said it because my favourite was a toss-up between Raiders yep. and Jurassic Park. In, yeah. And so I, I'll, take, I'll take Jurassic Park. I'll take Jurassic I'll t- Park. I, I think that's good. My least favourite... Because they're so different. They're so different. Oh, yeah. Mine's and this was, this was actually easy. tough because um, he's made easy. a couple of films <laughs> I don't love, but mm. my least favourite is probably Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. You see, that's interesting because I just ignore that that film exists. <laughs> It's, it's the same when we get to Scorsese. There's a film I ignore because it's. Yes, I, just, I know you're going to pick Wolf of Wall Street. <clears throat> no, but, but for real, but for real, but no, but I'm ignoring. That's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't think that's true. So it's funny that you say that about Kingdom of Crystal Soul because if if that, if that was a real film, I'd probably include that. Yeah. Uh, for me, my least favorite, my least favorite Steven Spielberg film, which was a film that myself and my mum tried watching one time and got half an hour in, and both gave up, and it was amazing because it's got so many people in that my mum loves. And then we watched it a second time. And we did watch it all the way through. <coughs> and my friend, that wasn't worth it, was Bridge of Spies. It's oh, so okay. excruciatingly bad. It's excruciating. I've excruciating. had that on my Netflix playlist for about three years. Try it, dude, that. try I'm curious to see what you think. Like, excruciating. Excru- like, like Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy bad for me. Just now, excruciating. The next one mm-hmm. is really interesting because we are going to it disagree is. fundamentally on one of them, but the other one I think Probably. we will agree with. So Christopher Nolan, your favourite Christopher Nolan film, Ross, is? If I have to pick one, it's Inception. You do have to pick one, that's the rule. Um, okay, yeah. mine is obviously The Dark Knight because I still think it is the best film yep. of that. And I did, I did contemplate that for quite a while, actually, just in terms, regardless of my individual feelings about bits of it and stuff. Uh, it's Inception. I even almost went to Memento for a while, actually, but I don't think that's necessarily fair. Um, the least favourite is for where I'm having the issue. Yeah. Oh, uh, no, it's me too. <clears throat> so I, on now, 
when I originally wrote my list out, I put the Dark Knight Rises, but okay. I changed it yesterday and I've put 10 in. Yeah. And that's interesting because for me, it's Dark Knight Rises or Interstellar. I love it. Interstellar's infinitely worse. It's terrible. It's terrible. Oh, it's really well made. It's I, I genuinely like not terrible, made. by the way. It's it is genuinely as terrible. far from terrible as you can get. You might not like it, true. but it's not terrible. Well, I definitely anyway. don't like it. <laughs> um, so which one are you going <laughs> for? So how why I discounted the Dark Knight Rises, right, is just because there are bits in it I really like. There are ideas, there are themes. I don't think it's, I don't think it's anything in the Dark Knight Rises I like. There, there are Actually, do you know what, honestly, like <clears throat> if I the ending made me cry. It put really? Yeah, it did. I Genuinely, I cried. I have to actually say, if this is okay, if I have to pick one, it's probably the Dark Knight Rises out of the two. Even though I, I probably, I probably dislike Interstellar more, like more intensely, like more, I'm more ranty about Interstellar. Um, and you're and wrong. I think one of the, and I think the issue about Interstellar also is the fact that so many people are like, oh, it's the most amazing thing ever. It's like, fuck off. No one really said that about Dark Knight Rises, except initially, when I thought it's brilliant. And people yeah. are like, it's not really brilliant. So you're going with Dark Knight Rises? So I think if I have to pick one, it's Dark Knight Rises. Okay. I have more, I have more of a grudge against Dark Knight Rises. Marty Scorsese. <coughs> this was hard for me because I genuinely haven't got a Scorsese film that I've watched that I hate or really dislike. Well, me neither. But I've no, got me, one me that I like less than others and i've had to go that way and there's another director that that i literally because i haven't seen enough of their films was a fucking horrible mm-hmm. choice um so my favorite is obviously goodfellas it goes without saying it's my favorite film of all time why wouldn't it be my my least favorite is age of innocence but it's only because yeah, i've not seen i've not seen i've not seen it so i've got no it. desire to ever watch it again but it's Fair it's enough. not a bad film by any stretch so i've Over. only watched <clears throat> I've probably only watched a handful of Scorsese films. I haven't seen all of his films by any means. Um, my favourite is Casino. Um, cool. Goodfellas is the Goodfellas is the better film, but Casino is the more enjoyable film for me. Um, and Hugo is my least favourite. Hugo isn't a bad film at all. I just I love it's Hugo. The one I've seen. I just I just watched it. and went. I, I don't care. Really, I, I genuinely was <laughs> enth- enthralled by Hugo. I think it's a beautiful film. I love the cinema. Um, Sasha Baron love... Cohen's very good in it. Sasha yeah, um, it. Chloe yeah. Grace Moretz is great in it. Um, mm. uh, the guy, the kid, I can't remember his name. Asia Butterfield mm. is brilliant in it. it yes, it's, a, yes. it's a really, really, really good film. Um, but this is it, right? This is we have to pick our favorite and least favorite. Uh, yeah. Brian De Palma. This is the hardest one. I have three, but I want to pick. But the least favourite is really easy. And I'm not kidding. Actually, let's, let's just get into it, because my least favourite is a, a, there's a, there's a there's a problem, but we'll, we'll talk about it. Okay, so I'll give you mine, because uh, mine are quite easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favourite is Carlito's Way. Scarface is the better gangster film. Um, yep. But Carlito's Way is a film that I enjoy more. I just like it more. I think it's better That's fascinating. Crafted. Because I what Carlito's way was was would have so I've got probably I've got three choices. Carlito's way would have been my fourth choice, and the problem with Carlito's way is that Scarface exists, and without Scarface, there's no Carlito's way. That yes. was my reasoning. I think Carlito's way is probably more enjoyable than Scarface. It is absolutely. Is. Um, so Scarface, Scarface is not an easy so, film to watch, so, but it's so seminal, and there's so much about it, and 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 so much has been so. so it's difficult. Actually, do you know what? Honestly, yes, okay. I'm going to have to change my, my potential to colleagues away from Scarface because I was trying to, my reasoning was different. But yeah. 
The other two, this is very difficult because the other two, first of all, Blowout, which we watched again recently and is absolutely extraordinary. Like yep. it's an extraordinary film. And The Untouchables. The Untouchables. Now, The Untouchables is a film that I know everyone thinks is amazing. And I, I yeah, liked I it. it when I watched it. I, I, I was never taken in by it as much as everyone else. You know was, what? But I you need know to what? Honestly, it. when we talk about enjoyability, it probably comes down to Carlitos Way and The Untouchables rather than Scott. Blowout is fucking amazing, but it's tough. I remember um, Jenny and Cheryl who were staying, or Cheryl who was staying with us, watching it and the ending just knocked them out. The very end just knocks you out. It's some, it's some, but it's very powerful today, like today. So, but okay, in terms of enjoyability, it's Carlitos Way or The Untouchables. If you've taken a Carlitos Way, I should just go with The Untouchables. I, I think that's fair. Just the score by Ennio Morricone alone is absolutely extraordinary. The I, least favorite is super easy. But sorry, go on, go on. No, no, my, so go on. My least favorite, and again, it's not for <clears throat> any reason other than no. the fact that it genuinely is an utter fucking mess of a movie. But I think I know I, what you're going to say. I, I picked, um, I picked uh, Bonfire of the Vanities because it's just a fucking right. mess. Although Snake Eyes so, was close. Yes. Well, I thought you were going to say the Black Dahlia. I've not seen Black Dahlia. I thought we've talked about it before. No, I've I not thought. seen it. That's interesting. So <clears throat> I've picked Bonfire of Vanities as well. The story of Bonfire of Vanities, the actual story about how it got made, is at, there are podcasts about this that are unbelievable. Like the, the deep, there is a deep dive behind Bonfire of Vanities, which will blow you if you look at it. I can't remember what it's called, but if you just uh, podcast search it, you'll find it. And it's, um, it is all unbelievable. <clears throat> the film that I watched two days ago but, but would have taken the place of Bonfire of Vanities if I had got past the first 15 minutes. This is where we're getting to. It's something called Domino. I didn't even Ooh. know this film existed. It's from, two, it's from two years ago. It stars Nicholas Walder, Costello. Oh, yeah, name. no. Do you know what? I've seen Domino. It's, it's absolutely terrible. I couldn't... I got 15 minutes in and I was like, what, what is... And then when you read the trivia about it and how, how difficult it was to get made in Denmark and all the money that dropped out and you just go, what, what? Or maybe I haven't it's, seen Domino. I thought I had seen Domino. It's really, really, it's <clears throat> really like immediately terrible and and, um, and confusing. Now, De Palma's kind of the master. So I do wonder if maybe if I just try again at some point and sit down, you know what I mean? Is De Palma but the master like, or is De Palma actually one of Hollywood's most overrated directors? No, I don't think he's overrated. I think everyone talks about the Hitchcock thing, but... I mean, okay, when I say the master, I mean, a master of tension. He, he's a master of tension. He's a master of cross-cutting. He's a master of a lot of... He's a master of structure, I would say. Yeah. Um, and, <clears throat> and he gets hell, hell, hella performances out of people. So, no, I think he is a master. I don't know about maybe, maybe not this second, so, but he has been a master. To qualify, then, you're going with Bonfire of the Manatees. Yeah, I am, because it's the one that I've actually seen all the way through. James Cameron. Favourite uh -huh. aliens? This was easy. This was easy. L least yes. favourite avatar? Yes. Correct. Same. Because, <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> because Titanic uh, I is say, actually yeah. still well, entertaining what? for wrong uh, reasons. The one that came up as competition for aliens was True Lies. True Lies uh, is, is probably Arnold's best. For, I just, I, and I, I know you're I not totally a Terminator 2 fan, I, which I've never it's, understood. It's not, it's not, no, you remember, it's not that I'm not a fan. It's not that I'm not a fan. It, it's a really well-made film. Uh, I just prefer the first one, like Stacks. But I, and I certainly prefer Aliens. So it wasn't for Terminator 2. I don't, it's not that I'm not a fan. It's just I don't... 
yeah, I'm just not there with with uh, the whole. It's the most amazing thing of all time. I mean, you're he wrong. Is very again, yeah, really just, wrong. for me, it's not, well. But I think Aliens beats the shit out of it. I think Aliens. Kicks but shit out you're of right. It. Aliens um, is <clears> just <throat> one of the yeah, best films. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I just read to the, uh, two days ago. Marvel, because you know, I don't know if you know Marvel have the, the aliens rights for, for comics. Yes. So they're doing an alien comic, which I haven't read. I, I'm gonna, I'm I've gonna got read issue it two sat next oh, to good. me on my desk. I'm going I'm to get it when it's like collected. But what I did get was Aliens Aftermath, a one shot, because it's the 35th anniversary. Oh. And they, they've done a one shot called Aftermath, and it's very good. Oh, okay. Very good. Nice. Worth, worth picking up. Worth picking, if you're getting that stuff, pick it up. It's good. Yeah. No, I, so I picked up. Um, I picked up. Uh, uh, the first edition uh, ages ago, and I just not got around to reading it. Um, and so I, I read the read the first one when I was away last week, and it's really good. And Is it I, good? So I picked up the second oh, one. Good. Yeah, I'm so excited. I'm just gonna, I'm just I'm excited, but I'm just going to get it when it's collected. You know. Yeah, it makes sense. I, I do. Um, I do. I've, I've heard good. I've heard good things. Okay, Hitchcock, and this is the one for me that has been the hardest. Um, not because it's easy for me. <laughs> not because I have a particular. Not because mm. I can't. I can't <clears throat> pick a least favorite film because mm. I've because I've not seen enough Hitchcock films to have. I've only seen good Hitchcock films. So to pick. A yeah. least favourite Hitchcock film is really fucking hard when you've not seen enough Hitchcock films. Um, Can I recommend, there's an incredible Blu-ray collection, so I think it's called like the Masterwork Collection or something, yeah. which has got, some of them are not very good. <laughs> like personal opinion. No, no, like, they're all the, interesting. They're yeah. all interesting, but there are some, which we'll, uh, we'll, when we get to it, we'll, I'll tell you. Yeah. So my favourite is Strangers on the Train. Really? Yes. And I don't know why. I just, I've, I love the concept of Strangers on a Train. I yes. just, I, I absolutely love it. I love, I love the the way it plays out. And I think it's quite close to Double Indemnity in its kind of noirishness. Oh. And I've loved, always yes. loved Double Indemnity, right? So, so. Yeah, of course. But again, you know, Rear Window, like Psycho, even though I've seen it in the weirdest way, like all of these films. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. But yeah. my worst, least favourite, and, and again, this is this is by degrees of I have to pick one, but yes. like it's probably Marnie, but that's a good film. <laughs> it's like it's it is, not it a bad good. film. It's not as good. I will say when we watched it together, which, you know, which is better, it is good. It maybe not as good as I thought it was going to be, kind of. For some yeah. Reason. So, but it, but it is good. It's enjoyable. But I've only seen a handful of Hitchcock films, or I can only remember a hand. So that was the one okay. for me that was really fucking hard. So for me, this was relatively easy. North by Northwest remains my favourite Hitchcock. Oh my God, how the fuck did I forget North by Northwest? It's the best. It's the fucking best. It's fucking amazing. Um, oh, shit. And, and, and my, and my, <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got it. It's fine. Uh, but Stranger Trade, I, did, I need to watch it again for sure. I, feel, I don't think I've seen it since I was a kid, to be honest, if that. Um, and my least favourite, or even our least favourite, possibly, I don't know if Jenny would agree with me, is we watched Torn Curtain, the Paul Newman one. And we were just sitting there kind of going, um, <laughs> like, like throughout, just, is it, I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, like, by well, the end of it, you just go, mm, okay. Like, mm. And this is this is what I mean, right? He has undoubtedly made it's... some shit films. Yeah. But... You know, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know if it's shit, but I was just sitting there going, it's uh, right, I guess. But, like, when but did, I've not when, seen when enough something going to happen? Right, yeah. Yeah, um, Rear Window was up there for, for favourite. So Rear Window is very, very. Yeah, Rear, Rear Window. Again, we've watched, we've watched almost all of them in the last year again. So it's yeah, it's been fun. 
Uh, so, we're three directors left. We'll be a bit more quick fire on these ones. Tim Burton, uh, yeah. my favourite, was tough, actually. But I went with Beetlejuice mm. because it's fun. Oh. I like Beetlejuice. It's, it's, it's crazy. And I like the fact it's the most Tim Burton, Tim Burton film. And the worst, I, I mean, it's Planet of the Apes and there's not even a... Uh, and by the way, yeah, I didn't... I didn't pick Nightmare Before Christmas because it's not a Tim Burton film. It's not him. Yeah, it's not him. It's not him. So, yeah, um, his so name might Planet be above the, the door, but yeah. it's not him. Uh, Planet of the Apes for me, I would contend probably that the Alice in Wonderland films are worse, probably. But I don't really remember them. Like, you know, even the Wonderland films. I didn't not... them, to be fair. I don't, I didn't hate them either. I feel like they're just there. Planet of the Apes sucks, though. Like, actually sucks. Actually sucks. Unfortunately. Yeah, the ending is just... And my favourite, it's really funny because I've only just changed my favourite because I, I definitely... This is funny because I didn't do this for anyone else. I conflated favourite with best. His best film was probably Ed Wood, probably. Yes. His best film. No, no, no. I, I, I probably. And it's, and, it's this, and it's super enjoyable. But the Tim Burton film I enjoyed the most is Batman Returns. Yeah. It's, and, the, one I, it, it's, the, one I, it's the one I watch the most. Easily, and like, easily. And the first Batman's great, but... I'm a hundred percent with you that I almost I knew you'd put Batman Returns, so I kind of I've only just done it though. I've, I've only just done it though. I know you so Isn't well. That funny. Um, yeah. So next yeah. up, Clint Eastwood. Uh, my favorite Clint Eastwood directed film is The Outlaw Josie Wales. Yep. My least favorite Clint Eastwood film, and again, it's by degrees because I've not seen mm -hmm. all of his films, um, and I, I strategically avoid certain ones. Uh, oh, yeah. actually, no. Do you know what? Fuck, um, Clint Eastwood. I've just got to. I've just got to double check something. Give me a second. Mm -hmm. I might mm -hmm. be changing my 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 thing on the sly. My um, worst was really easy. <clears throat> hold on. Give me two seconds. Yes, mm -hmm. I've changed it. Sorry, my worst was actually going to be the rookie because it's right. fucking. Rookie's fucking amazing. The rookie is best. trash. But it's the bestest enjoyable film, though. Oh, it's yeah. It's super but, enjoyable. But again, like I said, it's degrees. However, I've now changed that. And my, my actual answer mm. is Richard Jewell from last year, which was just fucking terrible. So mine's, my, my least favourite is Richard Jewell as well. Yeah. Easily. It wasn't that it was terrible. It was just super flat and not interesting at all. It just, it just had nothing. It wasn't terrible. No, I terrible was hard. It, it I also great. haven't seen the 1517 yeah. to Paris, which is genuinely meant to be terrible. I haven't seen that either. Um, but yes, so um, I, I, yeah, I, I just remembered that film just as we were talking. And I was like, shit. Uh, what was your favourite? Was it Outlaw Josie Wells as well? So, no, although it's, it, they're, they're, they're head and head. It's Outlaw Josie Wells, yes. They're unforgiven, really. Yeah. Unforgi it's really because, again, we watched it a long, not long ago. And it is his best and most enjoyable. It's like both. Like Outlaw Josie, it, again, Unforgiven doesn't exist without, in my opinion, it doesn't exist without Outlaw Josie Wells. And I love Outlaw Josie Wells. But Unforgiven, I've, I, if we're saying favourites, it's Unforgiven mostly because I've seen it more than Outlaw Josie Wells. Yeah. And if I'm honest, it's probably the rookie, actually, for me, <laughs> in terms of fun. But but it's not. Like, as in, if you're talking about at least combining quality with Mate, enjoyment. If we were going with... Rookie's fucking amazing. If we're going with Clint Eastwood films, I've watched the most. Then yeah, my one would hundred percent be um, Heartbreak Ridge. Oh, Heartbreak Ridge is fun, and also um, even just some of the Dirty Harry uh, sequels. Yeah, but he's. But, I mean, he, did he do? Did he do any? Actually, I think he did do Heartbreak Ridge. Is genuinely an awful film, but I love it. Uh, 
Last yeah, yeah up, it's bad. Heartbreak. Um, a pink Cadillac, up, dude. Pink. Oh dear. Uh, last up is a director that uh, I think has made mm. some outstanding films. Um, this was tough. <clears throat> yeah, a, it's, bit, a, it's bit de- a bit tough. It's degrees, right? Uh, David mm-hmm. Fincher. Uh, my yeah. favorite. My least favorite was really. My least favorite was really easy. Just so you know. Okay. My my favorite was really hard because I I think mm. Seven is an exceptional movie. I think The yeah. Game is an exceptional movie. I think mm-hmm. Social Network is unfucking believably good. And like yeah. to make a film that good about something that boring on paper yeah. at least, like it is exceptional. However, the film mm. that grabbed me by the balls the most. Yeah, was Alien Three? No, Fight Club. <laughs> although, 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 if we have to go with the David Fincher film I watched the most, it would be Alien yes. Three, because uh, right. I think Alien Three is the most underrated film of the nineties, in both versions, and I love it, and yeah. I will defend people in blood for that. But I went with Fight Club because fuck me, it's a great film. Well, I'm glad you took Fight Club. For me, because again, is that that's the most innovative? Who the fuck is this director? film right essentially yeah. and it's super enjoyable social network having watched it for the second time not long ago i completely flipped on it and said i think it's great amazing it's not that i thought it was bad the first time i just was like whatever and it was so you're right it was so engaging. it really did ch- change my mind not from hating to loving but from going it's there too this is fucking awesome isn't it? Just, and it's just and people talk, and just people talking about this. It's but people talk. Yes, yes, absolutely. I listen to the soundtrack at least once or twice. A you week. could. I I think you could probably argue that you could just listen to the social network and not watch it. I feel like you could kind of because one of the things that's interesting about it is unlike things like Panic Room, which was nearly my worst David Fincher film. It's fine. It's fine. No, but it, it's not. Again, it's not that it's bad. But he take there's an awful lot of that. It's we're traveling down wires and along kettles. It's like fuck off, stop. I love what that. I love about shit. That was so so it, of its time. But it's it, it's in there. It's in there because it, the film isn't interesting. Like, do you know what I mean? Like it's yeah, doing yeah. something interesting. What I loved about the social network is it doesn't do that at all. It arguably social network is probably David Fincher's Jackie Brown sort of I, because the social network is yeah, like it's just clean and laid out really well and interesting. The, the visual style. It's not that it's boring, but it doesn't do any of that. Flying around shit. It Can just you imagine, lays things out right? Cleanly, a, you know? Quentin Tarantino directed mm. um, Aaron Sorkin film. I'd be very interested in something like that for sure. Because for sure, and, and also his adaptation. That's why Jackie Brown is his best film. Because it's my an adaptation, film, whatever you. Well, not partly, not 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 complete. That's not the only reason, but it's the fact that he has gone. Yeah, this will be fucking funny. Didn't no, he's taken the thing. He's taken something else. And gone through the process of adapting it, yes. and leaving his mark indelibly. But it's not just him going. Oh, I have all these these people. Shut up! Like, so, and I don't want to get into. Like, are you, are no you genuinely picking social shit. network? No. Okay. <laughs> because, because no, no. But it's a really good point because, and the only reason why I'm not picking well, not the only reason. One of the reasons why is if I've just come around to this recently, it's not my favorite. My favorite yes. is probably the game. I, in terms I, of the film I've watched the most, get it. in terms of watching the most, and and because and here's a funny thing. The reason why I say that is the flip side of this. If it's Michael Douglas, it's the Star Chamber in the game. You don't need anything else. And I love Michael Douglas. Overall. Yeah. Star Chamber in the game, you've got Michael Douglas down. And there are others, but you know what I'm getting at. Like, and, and 
the game is that is let's not actually let's not really analyze it. If so, Fight Club, like you say, grab you by the balls and super enjoyable. Social network for for kind of just going out of it, it doesn't have that, like I say, that indelible business of David Fincher film on it. And that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Like, like David Fincher could make 12 Angry Men, right? Yes. He could just do 12 Angry Men in this sort of stuff. You don't get out like that, that kind of thing, right? Or or a few good men. Or you don't get out like he could just take a great script and deliver it really fucking well, right? And you've got Jake. Not Jake Gyllenhaal, fucking Eisen, Jesse Eisenberg, who I can really leave, and I and he's perfect in it. Like for that role, he oh Jesus, I don't know if I like him or hate him, whatever. But like he's great. No, in it. And and Army Hammer, Timberlake, Timber, and Timberlake, Timberlake and, before and the Army Hammer before he started fucking corpses or, or whatever he likes yeah, to do in his spare time. Yeah, like like all of it is just so it's so oh, well cool. laid out. So, it's, so there's that. And, and it's like, but, and but then you've the got film, but for the, the film, Trent Reznor music. Finding, yeah. And then you've yes, got like. You're right. The score is incredible. Score like, is incredible. And then you've got like. Absolutely. The Aaron Sorkin script. And then you've got like. But also you would. Oh. This is Trent. This is the other thing. This is the other thing. Much like you wouldn't necessarily know who the director was. But Trent Reznor music isn't what you would associate with Trent Reznor. No. Do you know what? It's mm. just at all. It's more like, they, it's more like, and I'm going to use this because I watched it recently. I love The Firm so much, for Tom Cruise from The Firm. Yeah. Dave Grusin's score, but it was just almost entirely just piano. While they're not the same, there's a sort of kinship yeah. in the type of music. Do you realise the sound the pace of it, the pace that of it. Trent Reznor has worked on? Mm. Oh, yeah, it's insane. Like, like, it spans an incredible, incredible body of work. It's like incredible, body. like he he's he's literally just unbelievable. Some of the like, yeah. like obviously, you know, he's done a load of Fincher films. Who knew, right? Um, but he's right. done like, like he did the soundtrack for um, Natural Born Killers. He produced that, right. which is just but that, that wouldn't. But that's not when you think about him. That's not terribly no, no, surprising. But it's, it's at like the time, at the time, it's just. Just the way, like, just at the time, but like, like the music he's worked on, the films he's worked on, the kind yes. of it's even like you listen to Mank and he's done the score for Mank, and you're like, he did the score yeah. for Soul. Yeah, like, exactly. It's like his but his body of work is extra, like extraordinary. And he and he did fucking Nine Inch Nails, and you're just kind of like, wow, right? I mean, exactly, exactly. This guy's a literal overachiever. Um, yeah. But no, the game is a good call, mate. I, and I, the quality, I think, and the quality, yeah. I think it's okay in terms of enjoy. If we're literally saying enjoyability, and and dare I say, sometimes that comes down to accessibility. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like anyone could just watch the game and enjoy it as a thriller. And when it comes to the least favorite, I just have to say Zodiac. I have to. Okay. I I, just, I, 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 I need to watch it again watch at some point. Yeah. Yeah. You see, it's the same with me. I need to watch it again at some point. But I just remember going. I just don't care. I just. I just don't care. It was a very long, very slow film that has no conclusion. Yeah, it's it's very anticlimactic. Understandably, it's understandable, but that doesn't make it good. That doesn't make it good. But it also doesn't make it it bad. And like people rave about Zodiac. And again, I'm like you. I'm really lukewarm on it. Really lukewarm. Yeah. Um. So hey, that was fun. I like that. So next time out, yeah. we'll, we'll 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 throw in a, a Sam Raimi, a Francis Ford Coppola, a Tony Scott. Coppola, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Raimi. Fuck it out. Raimi, Jackson, yeah. Maybe. Who's Jackson. I? 
Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson, yep, absolutely. Oh, Even Guy, 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 Guy Ritchie. <laughs> yeah. I, fuck it. So, hey, look, this will have a part two because I quite enjoyed that. So, Ross, mm. where can our audience find out more about you, my friend? Should you, should you decide to, I'm at Ross Boyas for all the social media things. Uh, please also follow at Evo Films UK to follow the exploits of evolutionary films. We have more films coming out this year, which is, again, remarkable given the last year or so. <laughs> uh, and then also please follow at Vengeance Film UK uh, to follow the shenanigans of the Vengeance action film franchise that I'm writing and directing. And there may be some news on the third one soonish, maybe. Please keep, please keep some fingers. We need lots of fingers crossed, please. So uh, let's. I, I, when, I, when I say soonish, I mean in the next few months. I've, I've crossed fingers and I've also crossed my testicles for you. Does that help? Excellent. You like doing that anyway. So I mean, uh, uk for the blog and the website and the reviews that go along with this here podcast. You can subscribe to us if it's your first time on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Stitcher, and all the other main suppliers. Uh, and you can also find us on Instagram at Phil Quick Review. That's at Phil Quick Review. Um, and we will be back uh, hopefully very soon with uh, some more movie stuff. And I owe Ross an episode where he gets to talk about all the things he's seen recently because mm-hmm. um, we didn't get to do it this time. So we will definitely do that next time out. Um, thank you, my friend. It's been good to catch up with you as always. Uh, take care okay. and we will be back soon. Bye. Ciao, bella a tutti. Ciao, bella.